ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to yet another episode of Three Beers In. My name is Dom. I am completely and utterly alone, because that's how things are for me now. And, um, I am not, I actually am three beers in for the first time, long time. First time, long time is usually what's said on, um, like those, um, talk shows for sports. When you're first time, um, long time listener, first time caller, that's what you say. First time, long time. I'm trying to figure out how to, oh, sorry about that. I know that makes a lot of noise. I'm trying to configure this in a way where I can talk to you guys and have this in a good okay you know what? i'm just gonna go for it one man show here ladies and gentlemen uh welcome everyone to episode 124 of three beers in a really great show for you guys tonight i'm super excited about it um so the facebook is starting to come to life which is really really cool because that's something that was completely ignored in the rob days i'm gonna call it the rob years <clears throat> now i thought about this the other day there was just like you know, n- nothing against Rob. At one point, we just kind of started phoning it in. I matched his energy. His energy was, you know, and I don't blame him. He's tired. He was working all day. He had to come all the way over here, drink, do the show, and then go home. Very grueling. And, like, it's just, I, I-, I don't know if, um, I don't want to maybe put that on anybody else. But uh, I'm really trying to up the production value here and try to get a good show for everyone to listen to. Uh, and try to get, uh, uh, pull in, uh, on the reins of all the different avenues in which, I package this content for everyone to listen to, and it's starting to work because Facebook is coming to life. I got a ton of likes on Facebook uh, this week, and I will be shouting out everybody that liked the page this week, and I'm going to do that from now on. I will shout out anyone who had um, who has liked the page, any new likes and stuff like that. I will shout them out, and I will. And I got two new emails, which is really really exciting. Um, the website's about to go live. And uh, also, we have uh, the beer I was hoping to have. I have here a Brute IPA. Uh, it was, you know, I was very excited that I found it staring right at me at Beverage Island. Um, it's uh, Enjoy by 1119 Brute IPA by Stone. Uh, it's a part of their Enjoy by series, which is where <coughs> they are going to, they, um, they, um, craft the beers, uh, they bottle uh, bottle them or can them, and then they tell you when they need to be had by. If you don't have them by that date, you're not having the freshest beer. I am over by 10 days, today being uh, January 1st, I mean uh, 10th, and what happens is, if you uh, find a beer that's past the date that Stone puts on their uh, packaging, uh, you can inform them where it is, where you are located, uh, where the beer is, and they will take the beer back and put a new batch out uh, when it's when it's ready to go. Because they're they're they are trying to, and all their beers have a enjoy by or bottled on date on the bottom of them, and they try to give you the freshest uh, beer possible, which I think is really 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 cool. Um. Uh, so it is 10 days over. I'm going to have it anyway because I'm not going to wait for whenever their next batch is. This one was uh, put in the can on on uh, November 26th. November I'm not waiting a, a, a couple months. I'm just not going to do it. Uh, I really wanted to try it now. I've been having them, and I'm going to be doing the review in a little bit. Uh, also, uh, got a special report from Rob down under in Australia, and we also have some interesting beer news. So um, we'll be right back uh, with the shout-outs.
Okay, everybody, this is going to be a very long list, and I'm going to name all these names right now. This is probably going to be the first time I'm going to do I mean, it's the first time I'm doing it. I'm going to name all these names. If we get new likes along the way, they will get shouted out during the segment. So for right now, buckle up because your name might be called, and here we go. And some names are just first middle names. You know who you are. I would like to thank for liking on our Facebook page, Charles Hill, Sean Fortenbaugh, Michael Joseph, Crystal Figueroa, Tanya Tanya Renee, Maria Gomez Gomez, Brett Ellsbury, Nate Fellings, Sam Richard, Carmen Saliba, Dwayne Willis Jr., CW Armor, James Richardson, Bartholomew Mercado, Christina Mohammed, Doug Dix, Latucius Noel, Carlos Godoy, Eric Keith, Nick Riccardi, Lee Oppenheimer, Georgina Carrasco, Alexandra Lamberti, Debbie Grillo DeSantis, Thomas Joseph, Eric Deaton, Mike DeSimone, Rose Bolella, Nick Black, Robert Obermeyer, Christy Wojenski, Peter Sullivan, Ophelia Neva, Eric Michael, Jennifer Quintana, Melanie Meek, Nemo and Vinny, Andrew Oppenheimer, Laurel Baldwin, Anthony Collier, Nancy Vazquez, Pat Kane, Greg Wilton, Sam Rattel, Aaron Lane, Rob DeVito, Je- Jesse Brooks, Camille Alvarez, Vincent Dix, my wife, Ariel Ravello, uh, Linda Morigi Toscano, Vanessa Lewis, George Luis Vazquez, Anthony D'Elia, <clears throat> Carmela Ferreira, Michael Sitlasalvia, Shannon Quinn, Erica Toscano, Lily Agnes, Dorothy Ferreira, Matt Date, Diana Marie, uh, Tiffany Miller, Tara Riccardi, and a shameless plug by myself. I, I liked it myself. Thank you all for liking us on Facebook, liking me on Facebook, liking Three Beers In on Facebook, a staple in the Staten Island community, a staple in the beer delicious love community. We are so happy that you guys like the page. And from now on, you guys are the, are the firsts. And from now on, anyone who likes the page new is going to have a little song played for them, and we're going to shout you out on our show. Take it away, song. Okay, I had a fun time doing that. That was nice. That was cool. So yeah, if you like the page, you're gonna get you're gonna be famous, or or maybe maybe you're gonna be famous. Who knows? But you're definitely gonna have your name and and stuff shouted out here on the show. Uh, enter at your own risk. Restrictions apply. Uh, we're prohibited. Oh God. I accidentally. Hang on one second. I accidentally. I'm not pausing. I'm not pausing. I accidentally left the beer afar. I had a little bit of a panic attack. We're okay now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, like I said in last week's episode, by the way, a quick correction of last week's episode, I said I was going to bring back the beer news for all of 2018. Uh, That was last year. We are now in 2019, so that is the year in which we will be doing all the beer news yet again. But I am super, super excited for this week's beer review because we are having um, Stone 
Enjoy by 1119, their Brute IPA, which was what I read about last week, and I was really, really super, super excited to uh, run into this beer. I was getting a whole bunch of beer to kind of queue up for a couple weeks at Beverage Island, and I was wrapping it up, and I was like, let me see what Stone has, because Stone has been a staple in the craft beer community for so long. I wanted to see maybe if they had something um, something delicious uh, to look at. And there it was, staring me right in the face, a, a, a brood IPA. And I literally lost my shit. And, you know, it did say enjoy by 1119, but I said to myself, I don't care if it's over. It's over by 10 days. They're a great brewery. I'm pretty sure, even though it's not the absolute freshest beer, I'm going to enjoy myself. So, I grabbed, I grabbed a box of that, and we have it right here. Uh, brewed fresh to enjoy uh, fresh. Enjoy by uh, 1119. It's Brewed IPA, a festively fresh double IPA. It's coming in at 9.4% alcohol by volume and 90 IBUs. Real quick, I, uh, I had it up here on the site, but you know what? Um, they're very, it's very, um, whatchamacallit? It takes up a lot of memory on my computer to uh, to bring up their website uh, because it's very visual. But I'm going to bring it up right now, and I'm going to read you a little bit about the beer. I had uh, I had two of them now, and they're at 9.4%, so we got to be a little careful. See, it's it's taking a while to load. While it loads, I'm going to crack open another one. Oh, I have to tell them how old I am. I was born in 1922. That's what I always put in for some reason, and they allow me in because you know what? Why discriminate against the old? That's not right. So this thing has been... I mean, it's been sitting in Beverage Island in a great place because it's nice and cool, and it's it's, it's basically cellar conditions right now in Beverage Island. So, you know, you're going to get... The beer that's sitting there is going to be in good condition. So. Ooh. so let me pour this while I read. Festively fresh, double IPA, 9.4, like I said, 90 IBUs. What better way to commemorate a fresh start than with an uber fresh... Look at that head. That's great. About two fingers ahead. A nice white head. Very, very nice. Um, then start with an uber fresh beer. This variant of our Enjoy by IPA series features innovative brewing techniques that give it a bright effervescence. Effervescence, right? And a super dry finish. It makes for a great craft beer alternative to traditional bubbles, and it's still blasted with enough explosive hop flavor to rival any fireworks display. Enjoy this refreshing. Enjoy its refreshing notes of citrus and peach before, during, or after the holidays. Just not too long. Uh, while this beer is brewed not to last, we're hoping that your resolutions are the opposite it's a really nice presentation it's got that gargoyle on it and you know what ever since i was like started in the craft beer community and the first one of the first real true ipas i ever had was a stone the gargoyle always freaks me out i think i had like i also think i had the arrogant bastard ale which was like really really cool to have when you were like 23 so uh the flavor profile here is hoppy tropical and floral um, Beer Advocate says it gives it a 98, which is a very high score. And uh, it says here that the featured hops are Nugget, Super Galena, Simcoe, Delta, Target, Amarillo, Cascade, Galaxy, Citra, Nelson, Sauvine, uh, and uh, Motuka and Helga hops. So quite a bit of a hop situation going on here. It also gives you different, um, different uh, foods and stuff to pair it with. I mean, we're talking about, they give you appetizer, main course, desserts, cheeses, and cigars. Excuse me. 
excuse me about that. So I've been having, I've had a couple of these, and um, I wrote down what I was tasting here. So uh, the first thing that came to my to my mind here was uh, the aroma. So it wasn't much of a bouquet in the aroma. I really didn't get strong, strong flavors. I did get like a almost like an apple, um, like an apple freshness uh, smell, uh, which was interesting because they they said that I was going to smell like. Um, uh, what you would call it? Peaches and grapefruit. I didn't get that. There is a, of course, you have your 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 uh, your resiny smell there. Very dank. Has a dank smell, but it's just it's not overpowering. I mean, I've I've smelt or had IPAs or double IPAs because this is a double IPA that had much more of a uh, intense uh, aroma, an intense bouquet. Uh, then as I was drinking it, I said it is very very easy to drink, very resiny, very piney. First thing I said was pine, sweet. It's a big beer, but it's not too big of a beer. You do not taste the alcohol at all. I said it's big beer, but not heavy. Let me take a sip. It's a, it's a big beer, but it's not... It's 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 The alcohol is masked extremely well. There is a very pleasant multi-forwardness, but it's, uh, it's balanced off very well with the hops. It's nowhere near as bitter as I was expecting it to be, which is a little a little bit of a letdown and also now here's 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 what's my real problem i mean it's not much of a problem but this is what's hanging me up with this beer i was expecting for some reason i was expecting to be drinking like a champagne okay that's my fault because i i got into the hype of the name right but i was expecting the beer to be much drier in the finish and it's not there it's really not as dry as i thought it would be i believe that stone ipa is drier than this so uh if that's what they were hanging their hat on then it's i I, i'm gonna say that it's a miss other than that though as if as a double ipa with that brute characteristic whatever it may be it is pretty good i mean it's got a great carbonation to it uh, it dances around the glass. It's got a really nice. It's got lacing to it. It's got a great color to it, like a, like a. It's not quite clear, but it's like this. It's not quite hazy either, but it's a nice, uh, amber, uh, amberly yellowish color. It's a good beer. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's a, it's a very solid good beer, but I'm not gonna give it a higher rating than I think it that that I would want to give it because I was expecting. I mean, it's dry. Don't get me wrong. There is a dryness here, and. Um, you know, if you find this wherever you're at now, you could tell Stone that it is past its age, and they'll probably they're going to replenish the stock with a fresher one when it comes in. I might want to give this a second go. Not saying that in ten days this beer is going to turn or not be as fresh or as impactful, but I mean, you gotta you gotta listen to them when they speak. I mean, these are this is like what the brewmasters and the people who take pride in this product say is that you should have it before that date and I had it 10 days after so I'm gonna maybe I don't know if I'm gonna shelf the rating here but I'm gonna give it uh, I think I'm gonna give I mean as just a double IPA it's about a 7 to 8 out of 10 it's a delicious nice easy drinking beer um, maybe not a 7 out of 7 8 I, I, I mean I expected it to be a, just a bit more um, more of a hop punch that's hard to even like Fathom when they had this many hops in it, but um, I don't know. I just I expected more on the nose. I expected uh, more of an impact in the palate. I mean, it's a very easy drinking beer. 
I think I'm just confused. I think I'm just confused because I, I'm I'm expecting this out of this world dryness, and it's just not arriving, you know. But oh, there's a little bit of that peach flavor that they were talking about. It's got a good bitterness on the back end. It's got a good dryness in the back end, but to me, it's just a double IPA. And if it's a double IPA, it's a six. It's a six. Um, more power to you guys. I mean, you guys are do. I mean, Stone nails it. I love Stone. I love what they're about. I love how they um, how they interact with the craft brew community. Let me take this out because that's done now. I love how they interact with the craft brew community. I love that they are vocal about InBev buying up um, craft breweries and and because uh, and they call them the evil empire type situation. I just love Stone, and I think I'm going to try to maybe try to veer toward more beers from Stone because they are they're pretty damn good and they're dedicated and and they're fantastic. But guys, hey, it's not as dry as I thought it would be. I really thought it'd be a lot drier. Um, but what are you going to do? Here it is. That's what it is. This is the. I just I just exp- I I'm not going to say I'm disappointed. But I kind of am. I'm a little let down. I just thought it would be this mind-blowing, earth-shattering, like, oh, my God, that is so new. That's Like, that's so different. But it's really, it's kind of just I'm having a American double IPA that is actually a little lacking on the hops. Now, maybe... Um, because even like when I read the article, it said that it would cut the sweetness out, and this is a fairly malty sweet beer. So I don't, I don't really. Maybe I got to revisit that article and and try to reread what um what I'm what what exactly I'm looking for. And also, as that article indicated, the the jury's not out, or actually, not the jury's not. Is that a good terminology? The jury's not out. They don't know yet. They they're trying to perfect it, but um. Stone, you know, went for it, um, and they got a really delicious uh, beer here. It's very, very dangerous. I've had, uh, I think, oh yeah, I've had th- uh, three of them, and uh, they're going to sneak up on you. These are really, I might stop after this. How many do I have left after after here? Yeah, I'm going to stop it. I think I might stop it. There's three more. I don't want to get totally blasted tonight. You know, I'm going to save these. I'm going to put them in the fridge and maybe over the weekend have a couple of them. You know what I mean? But... I did say this earlier in the overview of the... Sorry, this is a burp that's just not happening. It's stuck. You ever get the one... Oh, so sorry, guys. It got stuck in my chest and stayed there. It took up residence. Not good. Um, so anyway, I did tell you guys that Rob Obermeyer is coming to us from Australia. And he has his um, down under... De- down under, what did he call it? He called it the Rob over my. Oh, sorry, I still had the beer review music on. Botch job. Listen, one man show here, babe. One man show here. But we got from Rob the. I think he called it the Rob over my down under down dare report. Yeah, I think that's what it is. So let's give it a go. Okay then, this is Rob coming in from Australia for the down under, down low, five minute um, thing. That's what I'm calling it now. 
Uh, hell, I've been in Australia now for what? Three weeks? Three weeks now. Um, and I have to say, it's it's quite different, but it's quite similar in a lot of situations. Um, I don't. What should I do? A pro and con situation, or just what's different? Let's start with the the cons. The internet is awful, and its internet is absolutely the worst thing in the world. Um, it barely works. It streaming kind of works, and downloading anything takes a very very long time. Uh, that's con number one. Con number two. Um, everyone goes exactly the speed limit and not um, not a tiny bit over it because they're afraid of getting a crazy ticket. Which is very annoying when you're in the country and there's no traffic and you can go as fast as you want. Such as where I am. Con number Three, uh, they have no freedom in this country, so the guns are sparse. Um, they have this thing where they, instead of like the DUI checkpoints, they just breathalyze you right away, which is a bit ridiculous because that's a, that's an infringement upon your privacy, which I don't like. Um, are there any more cons I could think? Oh yeah, con number four, uh, they eat sausages on pieces of white bread and not on a sausage roll like any normal human being would. That's, it's a hot dog is a sausage and sausages go on hot dog rolls. The pizza's terrible. The pizza is an abomination to everything that anyone would call pizza. It's ridiculous. They put the toppings underneath the cheese and the cheese is very strange. Um, pros? Let's do some pros. Uh, I live literally with, there. Are, there is nobody in, within earshot of where I live, which is kind of cool. I have sheep in the backyard. I've got cows across the street. Lots of cool wildlife. A lot of funny birds and koalas and kangaroos and shit. That's really cool. I do like that. Um, what else do I like? The beaches are really cool. It's fun to go down to the beach. The water's super duper clean. You go snorkeling and stuff. See different sea creatures and whatnot. You gotta watch out for the stingrays because they will sting you right in the chest. Like good old Steve Irwin. Um, what else? Another con is I don't have to do the podcast every Thursday. So that's really nice. And I don't have to go out. <laughs> I mean, pro. That was I meant to say pro. That was a that's a pro. Uh, what else? Um, the beer is kind of cool. I found a cool beer that I like called Furfies. It's like an ale. It's kind of like I would I would almost describe it as like a Sierra Nevada pale ale. It's similar to that. Um, I haven't really been to many bars. The bars are interesting because nobody opens a tab, first of all, right? It, which is, I, I really enjoyed opening a tab. And then secondly, like, there you don't tip, so you just pay for it, which is very strange 
And I kind of don't like it because you you def you don't get a buyback, no matter what, because there's no incentive for the for, for them to you know buy you a drink back. Um, and that's the same thing with like restaurants or restaurants are weird because like you go up and order your food and then they come and bring it to you. So, and don't get me started with the coffee. Because that was the worst thing in the world. I, 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 we went to go get breakfast my first day there, and I ordered. She asked if I wanted anything to drink, and I said, "Yeah, I'll have a coffee." And she looked at me like I was the biggest dummy in the world. And she goes, "Well, what kind of coffee would you like, sir?" And I was like, "Ah, coffee. <laughs> you know, like the kind you pour into a cup." And, and you know, drink, and she goes, well, I don't really know what to do about this. Like, she was z zero help at all with me. So, I finally discovered that Australia is the snarkiest country in the world when it comes to coffee. No one, like, they, it's only just fancy coffee. It's like cappuccinos or a latte or something. So, I have to sound like a fucking asshole and order a long black coffee every time I want to drink coffee so that's a bit annoying um what else is there yeah I'm learning how to drive I'm, I'm, I'm driving a manual now which is really cool I never did that before that was that was a fun learning experience for me uh the left hand side driving is really not as bad as you would think it it would be but um, I'm still getting used to that a little bit. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know what else. Uh, the weather's fucking amazing right there. It's summertime. And, oh, we went to the races for New Year's Eve. I bet on a bunch of horses. I lost on most of them. And then I saw a kookaburra in the zoo. Anyway, um, you got anything to say about this? No. All right. So uh, to wrap things up, this is the Robo my down on the down low segment. Uh, see you later, fellas. Bye. Well, I found something drier than the beer, and it's Rob. I'll tell you that much. I guess that was the only thing missing to make this beer uh, or this experience a bit more dry. And it was my my part, my former partner in crime there. Rob Obermeyer. But we are very, very happy that we were able to hear from him. We wish him all the best. We wish him well. And hopefully he'll be able to give us some more of that Rob Down Under Down Low report as time goes on. Needless to say, uh, at this point in my journey here on Three Beers In, I need to use the bathroom. And so that is going to be cue for me to go onto the bathroom break. Be right back, everybody. give another special thank you to everybody out there on the Facebook that had um, gave us likes and everything like that. Uh, if you could share our page, that'd be pretty cool too. 
I always hear everyone say uh, like and share. So I guess now I'm going to join that fold in 2019 to tell everyone that I know out there to please like and share uh, Three Beers In. Um, the website's going to be up and running by next week, guaranteed, okay? Uh, we, we tore it down. We built it back up. Big Joe is really working really hard on it. It looks fantastic. Uh, when it's done, he's going to leave a little um, <clears throat> link at the bottom of the Three Beers In page that will link you to his uh, online resume of uh, websites and stuff. So if you're looking to get a website made, um, he, he's got great rates and he's got great work. So uh, you want to you want to check out Big Joe Lopez for uh, for any of those needs. Um, so just to say once again, thank you all for listening. It's really been a pleasure uh, to continue this podcast and to try to continue it going strong, doing the best I can. Um, we got some really, really great numbers lately that have uh, that have exploded off the charts. Um, uh, I'm actually quite surprised. I, I think getting the Facebook up and running really, really helped us here, and um, we're we're seeing a thousand percent more listeners. Literally, that's what they told us on the analytics of our website of the uh, of the hosting service. So, uh, to to all 500 more of you that started listening. Um, hope we can keep you. Hope we can uh, continue to bring out content that's really fun and exciting to listen to. Um, I hope I could be as charming as possible to uh, to keep you guys listening and to maybe help you get through and maybe just sit down and have a beer with us over this thing we call podcasting. So thanks again, everyone, for listening. It really is truly a pleasure. And uh, if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be doing it. So again, 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 thank you. I really, really just from the bottom of my of my heart I must say thank you alright so check it out everybody I'm really really pumped about this too like so um, whatchamacallit I, I got the northern brewer kit came I immediately opened it it was like a you know it was like a kid on Christmas morning dude okay you get your your first brewing kit like real professional brewing kit this isn't like your okay no offense to like the brew kits where you don't have to boil anything or anything like that yeah you're gonna make yourself a little bit of a beer and that's cool whatever blah 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 but this is like this is the big time okay northern brewer i everything you need to to really really and truly brew your first brew of beer i immediately tore it open i immediately started looking through everything all the all the stuff that's there is just it just it, it just it makes you want to go crazy i'm just so pumped everybody that's into craft beer has got to start trying to brew because this is just the best thing everyone that i know that's around me that's into craft beer i'm going to bring them in here to, to, to just check this thing out to check it out and uh to be a part of this brewing process and stuff like that so the um the first thing uh, the first um <clears throat> excuse me the the beer that it came with because it came with a uh, beer kit a beer brewing kit for your first brew uh, this one is called the block party amber ale with yeast but then it says SK only I don't know really what that means but I will find out the uh, original gravity on this is uh, 1.043 if you know what that means and it says it'll be ready in four weeks. And then there's a little thing here. It says, gather up the neighbors and block off the streets. It's time to bring out some pints. Block Party Amber Ale is a perfect refreshment to brew, share, and enjoy around the neighborhood. Its deep garnet glow accommodates friendly flavors of toasty bread crust, caramel, and an inkling of floral and herbal hop flavor. And character. Paired with affable neighborly company, Block Party Amber Ale is a true crowd pleaser. So, in the inventory here, 
Um, it is a malt extract, which is different than milling your own grains and then steeping them in your mash. Check me out using big words about brewing. Um, so it's mallard malts fermentables. We got uh, gold malt syrup, six pounds of it. Um, and then with the hopped, it's Hoptimus Rex hops and flavorings. We got Willamette hop pellets, one ounce. Uh, so it's not very hoppy, it seems here. Just an ounce of hops. Five ounces of priming sugars uh, for when you're bottling, and um, Munton's Ale Yeast. So there's also a recommended yeast on the side, Munton and Faison Ale Dry Yeast. So if I wanted to uh, to up it a little bit. So not a lot of hops. Uh, you know, I was going to maybe look up that, that hop um, variation and, and see what it's all about. Actually, you know what? I'm going to do that. This is my podcast. This is our podcast, and maybe you might be interested in this particular um, thing of hops. So let me type in William Matt Hops. Let's see. Let's see what we get here. Let's see what they say this is all about. Ah, so it's got some pretty good ratings on these. Okay, so I see. I see. So right off the bat... From what I've learned and what I've read about hops, the higher the alpha acid that is in the um, hop flour, the more bitter it's going to be. Uh, so you're looking at for like, um, oh, here we go. I'm going to try to go off the top of my head here. If you're talking about Cascade hops, I think they're 13% to 15% alpha acid. And these, the the Willamette or, or whatever it's called here, uh, it's got 4 to 6% which means it's quite low, which means I am going to have a very uh, malty beer if all things go well for me when it comes to this brewing process, and I'm extremely excited about it. This is the last frontier for someone who's into craft beer to actually brew your own uh, craft brew and to and to have friends around when you do it that's going to be the coolest part i want i tried to convince my dad to be a part of it and he's you know he always just says no to everything you know that's kind of his like his shtick but he's actually going to um i i think i'm going to convince him to come out and watch at least the boil part i think he's going to be interested in that you know watching me um boil the uh the 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 wort you know and stuff like that so um so the beer news uh, portion of the show will now begin, and I'm extremely excited because uh, the first thing I read at this uh, article from Pace.com is that Dogfish Head has unveiled its very first whiskey. So Dogfish Head is, uh, has expanded its business into the spirits game over the years. Along the way, they've produced uh, aged and non-aged expressions of rum, gin, and vodka and a far wilder liqueurs. Uh, But everyone who follows the distillery industry knows that in the end, there's a certain segment of fans waiting for one thing and one thing only, and that's aged whiskey. Once again, this is from PaceMagazine.com. I'm going to put this article up on the Facebook. So now Dogfish Head can finally say that they're in the whiskey game. With the release of their first in-house distilled and aged malt spirit, Alternate Takes Volume 1. So it's pretty, pretty interesting. Um, as we go on along through the um, through the article here, um, it's essentially saying that it's uh, it's Dogfish Head beer, uh, but one that's never been released. It's uh, it's called uh, Black Butte 
porter whiskey. Uh, so it's coming from that beer. So people are saying, is it um, is it whiskey or is it beer schnapps? What is it? Uh, they don't have any idea, but they're, it's coming in at uh, 45% ABV, 90 proof. Um, it's got a mild smoke and cocoa or cocoa to it. You know, where's Dogfish? Dogfish Head is in Connecticut, right, or or Delaware? I think they're I think they're in um, in in one of those states. I think I might try to make a trip out there. I think I have to go out there and see what it's all about. I mean, I've been to Oma Gang, which was just absolutely out of this world and fantastic. I think being able to go out to um, Dogfish Head is going to be like the next the next step on the journey uh, in terms of the uh, the breweries around. So where is it from? Where are they from? Come on, give me an address. Visit. Here we go. Visit. Look at all the stacks of sequench ale. Okay, so they are... They have an inn. Oh, look at that. Uh, where's the brewery? They're in D.E. Where's D.E.? Is that Delaware? I thought it was Delaware. Milton, Delaware, right? All right, so they're in Delaware. And um, they're probably in a, 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 a... Not a remote location, but it was not easy to find Oma Gang. You know, we plugged it into the GPS, and it wasn't wasn't really easy to um, to track them down. So they're in Delaware. That's not too far from here. I've been through Delaware. I went through there to go to the Poconos, so it's fairly close. It's fairly close by, and I think that'd be a pretty cool uh, trip for me to take, maybe with the wife and kid when when the baby arrives, and I think that'd be pretty cool. And maybe I could try one of these, one of these, um, a, a taste of the whiskey because I'm a big bourbon fan, and I'm into uh, I'm into whiskey, so that might be pretty damn good. Um, another article that I came across, which is really really uh, fun. I think it's kind of funny. So, if you're a football fan and you watched uh, the past, uh, the wild card that just uh, trans- that went through uh, or transpired over the weekend, uh, Chicago lost uh, by a field goal to the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, against the Philadelphia Eagles. And um, Cody Parkey, the, the kicker, oh boy, poor guy. Hang on. He, he missed a 43-yard kick, which was funny because he hit the kick, but the uh, Doug Peterson called a timeout, so then the kick didn't count. And then the subsequent kick uh, was indeed off the cr- off of the post, the left post, then hit the crossbar in which Chris Collinsworth has, has forever called. It will forever go down in the lexicon of football lore as the double doink. That's correct, ladies and gentlemen. A double doink, something that has never happened before, uh, did indeed happen this past weekend. So uh, this article here um, on uh, The Score, which is an application that I have since deleted because it is constantly telling me things. Uh, In the wake of the Bears' playoff exit, one one Chicago breweries issued a challenge to the, quote, armchair kickers who think they can hit a 43-yard field goal. As I said before... um, Oh, that's another thing that came out afterwards. It appeared that the kick was actually tipped by a Philadelphia Eagles uh, defenseman. But either way, Goose Island Beer Company, who I have their IPA upstairs right now in the apartment, which is a really, really nice multi-IPA, very, very clean. Uh, Goose Island came to Parky's Defense Monday announcing it will be giving free beer to those who make the field goal. And then they have a Twitter thread that I will read to you guys now. Goose Island says, and I will quote now, Goose Island Beer Company. Deep breath. We think we're finally okay about talking about... We think we're finally okay with talking about yesterday's game. 
a lot of armchair kickers on here are saying that they could hit that field goal, which we find doubtful. You're going to sit there on your throne of potato chips and vape pens and criticize this dude's athleticism? Get real. In big letters there. So you know what we're going to do? Build a dang field goal post in the middle of the street outside of our brewery, and all of you pro athletes can come out and prove us wrong. Also, it was chipped! Which they wrote very, very... Okay, so they have field goal challenge rules. Must be 21 or older. One kick per person. 43-yard field goal. 12 p.m. sign-up. Spots are limited. 1 p.m. kickoff on January 12th. So we still have a couple days. And I'm going to try to get the results to this to everybody. It's at 1800 uh, West Fulton Street. Winner must pick up the prize at Fulton Street Brewery. No exceptions. All Goose Island referee calls are final. Those are the official rules. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, there has been an issue. There has been a challenge issued by Goose Island in defense of Cody Parkey, professional football kicker, and um, they're offering free 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 beer. I don't know how much of free beer they're offering to the people that can make this kick, if they can make this kick. But I really used to love the show. Pro vs. Joe's, and this is like Pro vs. Joe's meets beer, so this is actually quite fantastic for me. I'm going to get on Twitter right now and follow Goose Island and see what the results are of this situation because this is actually... These burps are tough with this beer. Jesus. This is something I want to really pay attention to and focus on because I think it's really, really cool, and I'm going to link this article on the Facebook for you guys to read and to have a look at as well. And ladies and gentlemen, that does it for this week's um, beer news. We want to thank you for listening to that. Um, last week, I oh, I uh, introduced a um, a. Oh wait a minute! Do I not have it on here? Oh no! Hold on! Hang on! I gotta pause. Okay, sorry about that. I didn't save. Actually, I'm gonna save it right now. One man show here, people. One man. Show So as I introduced last week, we had gotten an email. It was the first couple we ever had in a long time. And this week, people now are answering the call. I think it might be a recurring thing. People are going to start emailing us. But we got another two. We got two. We got more than just one. Two emails. Hang on now. Here we go. One man show. One man show, ladies and gentlemen. We have two emails. Um, now, this this actually came from the website. Uh, from the, it comes up as ninja form submission. I don't know. So it's I'm new to that because at first this is the first time I ever had an email service type situation. But here we have from Will. Uh, it doesn't give a location. Maybe if you could put your location, guys, that'd be pretty cool. So Will says, uh, just basically just wrote. What was on his mind, he said, The Goose Island Bourbon County, drink it now. The 2017 is drinking amazing right now. See if you can get your hands on Firestone 22 Vintage 2018 by Firestone Walker. It's a blend of ale aged from five different barrels. A real treat. Will, thank you for that. I definitely want to give that a try. Uh, Oh, that's the Down Under music. I definitely want to give that a try. Uh, I'm not a big barrel aged guy. You know, I'm just going to say that outright. And which is actually pretty crazy because I enjoy a good bourbon. I do like bourbon. You know, I, I really haven't come across a bourbon I don't like, you know. And um, you would think that a guy who likes 
beer and a guy who likes bourbon would like bourbon barrel aged beer but I just I don't know I just, I kind of stray away from it I don't really like high alcohol content beer we've talked about that here on the show before Rob is totally into that I'm not oh that reminds me there was a vintage three pack there's one left at Beverage Island right now um if you're hearing this, it might be gone right now, but if you go down there, it might be there. It's on the counter. It's a vintage three-pack of Omegang's Three Philosopher Ale, and it's got a 2011, 2012, and 2013 in the pack. It's $39.99, okay? That's fucking ridiculous. They're 22-ounce bottles. I mean... To, I, I wanted to get it, but I just I was I stopped myself. I was because I bought I, I bought a whole bunch of beer when I when I went down there, and like I really wanted to get it and make Rob so jealous. And then I even said to the guys like I might send this to my friend in Australia, and I was like fuck no, I'm not going to send this to Australia. You know how much this must weigh? No way, not going to do that. Uh, another email that we got here comes from Guy. Um, they give the, they have such weird emails. Um, here's the message. I just started listening to the latest episode, and I will definitely be listening back in the archives here. Thank you uh, for that, guy. I enjoy your dive into home brewing. Welcome, with all caps. Thank you, sir. I've been home brewing for 11 years and understand your fermentation issue. Buy yeast strains with a specific range that doesn't require temperature control. You could still brew good beer without temp control. I'd try Omega Hothead Kevik or Kvek. Keviak? That yeast really doesn't care what the temp is as far as I can tell. I throw mine in the closet and check it every few days. Plus the Kvek or the Kivik, uh, you can dry it so you can build a huge starter and split it. You'll have yeast for a long time. This will all come naturally to you in due time. Heed, no worries for now. Relax, don't worry. Have a home brew. That's Guy. Guy, thank you for that email. And that's pretty cute. At the at the end there, he remembered that I, uh, or he, he heard, obviously he fucking listened, um, one of the quotes in that book, the homebrewing, joys of homebrewing, is relax, don't worry, have a homebrew. And a lot of homebrewers just always say that because that's like kind of the go-to uh, thing to say to people who might be free out about their brews and stuff like that. So, I mean, uh, I really appreciate this email guy. Um, Omega Hothead. I mean, that's another thing, too. I have to figure... I mean, I know that different yeasts do different things. I'm going to look up this yeast and see what uh, best beers go with it. Uh, I didn't know that there's yeasts like that that could just kind of like take a take a hit and keep on rolling. Um, if you and, and then I don't I also don't understand. Maybe you can clarify here. The, you could dry it so you could build a huge starter and split it. Don't understand that whatsoever. Uh, if you could clarify that, maybe email me or something. That'd be really, really cool. I don't have to read it on air if it's uh, if it's something too complicated, but that would be nice for you to, to um, clarify what, what the hell that, that even means because that's a bit... That for me is just weird. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, those are two emails. Last week I went nuts because I got one from my blood. Now we got two which is just absolutely out of this world. It's got me bonkers. I do have to have one more of these beers, unfortunately, because I I, I, I have to take a picture for the um, for the Facebook. I want to keep that Facebook thing up to date. I want to keep it like you know, uh, really really nice. And uh, I I think that's it for the show this week. And I really I really appreciate everyone that listened. I really appreciate everyone that liked us on Facebook and gave us uh, um, the like button on there. If you can uh, if you could share it, that'd be really really cool too. Uh, I really also appreciate these emails. It's been really, really fantastic. I'm coming under uh, an uh, oh, under an hour here, but I think that's fine. 
for just me and just a, a beer, some beer news, and some uh, some good conversation. So I want to thank everyone for listening. I really, really look forward to you guys next week. I got a really awesome beer lined up, and I think it's going to go very well with a, a certain three beers in theme that we've been repeating over the over the years. Uh, once again, thank you all for listening. I'm going to catch you next week. Have a great weekend. Hopefully it doesn't snow too bad. Sam Champion might be a liar. Who knows what's going to happen on Staten Island. Either it snows or it doesn't. And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Happy birthday, Mom. Love you. And I will check you all out on the flip tab.